I'm Sasha Ann Simons, and this is Reset. What's the dance? The dance they always do. How do they usually move? How do they usually move? It's Chicano. Is this making you nostalgic for some classic 2000s rock? Maybe you hear the waves beckon in this new age surf rock. I hear the hives, the Beach Boys, and something totally new. This is Chicano Stomp, a track off the new album Ariano from La Rosa Noir. It's the debut album for this post-punk outfit. They're playing a release show tonight at Sleeping Village in Avondale. And if you like what you're hearing, strap in. Yesterday, I spoke with Yeshi Regalado, front woman of La Rosa Noir, and Janis Espino, lead guitarist. We started by talking about this dancey rock tune that you're hearing right now. Yeah, well, that was a that was a, something that came about just through jamming with our, our OG drummer. Um, he re- he really enjoyed those surf tones from me and encouraged me to do them. So I, I just always went for it. I that's uh, all you needed. Yeah, you're like okay. Yeah, just a little encouragement, <laughs> and I would just go go crazy. Yeah, tell us more about what inspired that energy, Yeshi. We're fan- definitely fans of surf rock and. Uh, as soon as we, as soon as I heard Janice play that guitar lick, I just was transported back to these moments of when I was a kid of going to like punk shows on the south side of Little Village and like yeah. just seeing all these like Chicanos like moshing in a circle and like stomping their feet on the ground. And I'm like, man, this, and that is such just like a sweet moment, a sweet memory for me. And just letting and, loose. Yeah, mm-hmm. just letting loose. And I just, just, one of the things I love most in the world is, you know, a bunch of Chicanos, a bunch of, you know, brown folks coming together and having fun and doing doing the Chicano stomp, whether that's, you know, literally in a mosh pit or, you know, metaphorically living life to to our own, you know, beat. It, so, yeah. And it really comes off on stage. Yeah. She has her, she has her stomp. We call it the stomp. Oh, yeah. my gosh. You know what I'm also picturing, Yeshi? A TikTok challenge. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. It's a, it's a, it is. It is. Like, it's, it's a stomp. Like, this is ripe for TikTok. Yeah, yeah it really is. Because yeah. you, can, you can dance to it. You know, sometimes I do the twist. Sometimes I do a two-step. Um, sometimes I mosh. Some, See, I told you. Yeah. So there's yeah. so many different ways to do this. We'll stomp. talk after the interview. Yeah. <laughs> I have to manage you guys. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You give got us, it. You got the job. Give yeah. us some, some background, though, on La Rosa Noir. Take us to the beginning. Well, it was just me and Yeshi just uh, jamming out. I I always liked the way she uh, played rhythm guitar. She was very sturdy, very steady. uh, And I really enjoyed that uh, because as a lead player, that's pretty much all I want. You know, like a nice flow of uh, rhythm guitar so that I can just do whatever I want. Mm -hmm. You know, really explore the guitar in that way. And uh, I think we did... um, We did... uh, What was it? Johnny Cash? Yeah. We did uh, Johnny Cash... For my birthday, my 21st birthday, it was really fun. And that's kind of where that started from. Uh, we enjoyed, I enjoyed that playing with her a lot. And I was like, let's keep going. So here's the thing. Some, some bands, for me, I think they've got to spend time coming up with the perfect band name. So I'm curious why you think <laughs> La Rosa Noir is perfect for you guys. <laughs> that's we, all Janice. <laughs> we, were, we were going back and forth for a while on the group chat. We were just saying, like... Yeah, just like we like film noir, we yeah. like movies, we like uh, mm-hmm. uh, we like the, you know, but but also we don't like just another the band, you know, the Strokes, the this, you know. Yeah. 
so we're like, la. Yeah. It's <laughs> uh, a start. Yeah. But, I, but really, I got to give credit to Dimitri. He's the one who came up with La Rosa Noir. He's the one who said it flat out, like La Rosa Noir. Yeah. And uh, we said, it's got a nice ring to it. Let's hear a bit more about your other bandmates. Yeah. Honestly. Anytime I get into a band, I need Kevin. I need my guy, Kevin. And uh, Kevin Martinez. Uh, he, and he came in to play bass with us. He sings on a lot of the tracks, notably uh, I Take You. And uh, that's that's his own song. He really he brought that to the to the band, and we're like, we love it. That's totally us. And and yeah, I was really yeah. I I need him. He's like we're like a quarter. Mm-hmm. He's he's the other side of. I'm tails. He's heads. It's just we go back and forth like nice, that. Yeah. Nice. So Janice brought in Kevin, and then I brought in um, both Dimitri and Dave. Uh, Dimitri is our trumpet and synth player, and uh, Dave was our previous drummer. Um, and I I've been knowing Dimitri since uh, we were both teenagers. Um, and then Dave, um, I met through online. I would post songs of me playing guitar online and he was, he reached out and he was like, actually I love this song. Let's jam. And then since I was already jamming with Janice, I was like, yeah, come through. And we, it, we all kind of just meshed so well together. Yeah. Um, and I feel like that's such a rare thing to find. It was find. a perfect blend. O- always yeah. around my birthday. It was like my 22nd birthday this time. Oh yeah. And she came over with uh, Dave yeah. and I had a drum set in my basement and he's like, I want to play that. I want to play this drum set. I'm like, I want to play with you. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when we really got the idea to like, let's, let's be a band. Let's yeah. do this for real. Yeah. Well, Yeshi, I read somewhere that you wrote this album in a storytelling style. Mm-hmm. So Explain that for us and also just talk about where the inspiration for these stories comes from. Certain moments and experiences that I've gone through in my life. Um, I write a lot about a lot of just like, you know, heavy, um, hard, gut-wrenching moments. You know, unfortunately, I lost my mother um, at 20 years old, which is around the time actually Let Us Know Where I was born. Um, ironically so and um, I remember when you told me yeah and uh, you know writing music in this band really was a healing moment for me healing experience for me and a lot of the songs I write about you know are about relationships in general but you know relationships with my mom relationships with people and then here and there's relationships well with you know boys but um, a lot of these uh, songs and a lot of these stories are about just what I've experienced in my life and you know I felt like it was a really good way a healthy way to yeah. be able to um, express those those hard heavy feelings what is it about songwriting that is so healing for you I think what it is for me is being able to materialize my emotions like being able to put my feelings and thoughts onto paper and to see it is kind of like looking into a mirror mm-hmm. like as opposed to you know, seeing like, you know, a mole in your face, your birthmark, your makeup, your hair or whatever, like, but on paper, it's just like a different way of seeing yourself. Um, and I don't know, something about seeing it and then, you know, take it to a whole other level of, of you know, performing those emotions live, of, of hearing it on a recording to hearing it in a full album. Like, wow. Oh, my gosh. Like hearing when the album was complete, that was just such an incredibly emotional moment for me because it was all of these stories that I have gone through and written just staring right back at me and just kind of reminding me that like, holy crap, like I really did come out through the other end of this and I'm still here and I'm still doing more things and bigger things. Yeah. It's so crazy. So it, it, the album is like a gift, not only to our audience, but it is, it's like my own gift to myself showing that, you 
of what I've gone through and what I've overcome, which is really cool. I love that. Well, let's let's take a second to, to shine a light on your bandmate, Kevin, shall we? This is this track that <laughs> yes. John has just mentioned. This is I'd Take You. Yes. I feel like this one embraces a Mexican-American sound in an interesting yes. way. The guitar riffs, the, the shaker-keeping rhythm, yes. yeah. and the prominent brass. It all feels reminiscent of, of genres that have Latin origins. Mm-hmm. Um, these elements, they're, they're blended here with surf rock or, <laughs> yes. or alt rock, and yeah. that is uniquely your sound. So, so Jonas, talk about marrying those, those styles. Uh, yeah, it was uh, that Kevin brought brought us that song uh he plays the guitar on that on that one i play the lead guitar on that i play just the like the licks and stuff it's so hard to describe our sound sometimes <laughs> because all of us are so um we're so unique i feel like we have our own tastes like our own thing that we really like yeah and it's and, and to like bring it all together in one pot and say that this is the sound is so difficult like i i don't always know what to tell people <laughs> yeah um, but um but I'm, but I feel like now we have like a like our sound. What do you think Kevin's voice brings to the song? Oh, like oh, it's yeah. so, it's like sultry and dark and like yes. um, scary sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, we always we always encourage him to sing and like mm-hmm. play guitar because he's he's a great bass player, but he's yeah he's an incredible incredible guitar player. We talked actually about uh, healing yes. uh, through songwriting. What has your Chicano heritage? brought to, to songwriting how does it shape it yeah um to songwriting I guess it shapes it in a way where you know typically in you know Chicano or, or Latino um, cultures it's you know not really uh encouraged to be emotional or to be vulnerable I think that's a huge one um we're definitely, I think, Latinos in general are very emotional people, but we're not encouraged to be vulnerable. And I feel like songwriting and being an artist, being a creative is, if not one of the most vulnerable uh, professions and and activities to partake in. And, um, and I feel like in a way, songwriting for me was like my way of just being like, well, you know what? I get I get to write how I want to be a Latina. I get to write about how I want to be a Chicana, which is I am going to be vulnerable. I am going to, you know, write about all this heavy, uncomfortable topics that most people wouldn't want to hear about or talk about um, and and sing it in front of a crowd. And and I feel like, I don't know, if anything, I feel I to me, it's very empowering to do that um, and kind of just like rewrite and redefine what it means to be Latina, to be Chicana. And 
and have that be synonymous to being vulnerable as opposed to being opposite of that. Because you can definitely be uh, a person of color and be vulnerable and there is power in that. Um, and just like, you know, just owning that and, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, practicing that daily in my life. <laughs> um, so I mentioned before your sound, it's it's definitely unique. Tell us who your favorite bands are or musicians. <laughs> like what what music do you think inspired the sound of La Rosa Noir? Um, <laughs> there's so many. <laughs> I feel like whenever people ask the me. The laundry list. Like, Jonas like, has his hand on his chin. I'm like, <laughs> he's in thinking position. He was, a, he was already like, he's like, yes, you go first. I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah. man. So to start off, uh, as far as like this, I'll, I'll start off with the songwriting influence was heavily influenced by Johnny Cash's songwriting style. I hurt myself today to see if I still feel I focus on the pain. I love how he talks, sings, or sings, talks. Mm -hmm. And in some of the songs, that's how I sing. The needle tears a hole. The old familiar sting. Try to kill it all away. But I remember. Throughout high school, I was always really into like punk rock and like heavier sound. harsh and heavy sounds are always going to be a vibe that I'm going to gravitate towards just because that's what I grew up with. So that's, you know, you know, hear, you hear a little bit of that peeking through with their album. Um, and then as far as like currently, I listen to a lot of post-punk and like alt-rock. stuff and that also influences our album with songs like Pax mm-hmm. um, and Streetlight with those like thick heavy bass lines. So yeah, so just like a little bit of everything <laughs> all over the place. What about you, Jonas? I, well, when I was younger, it was like Green Day, Fall Out Boy, you know, those really? pop punk bands. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then I had like a oldies phase where it's just like Beatles and Led Zeppelin and Pink Floyd and stuff like that. Actually, uh, to go back to uh, Chicano Stone. For anyone who's a fan of cartoons, uh, Cartoon Network, that song was loosely based off of uh, a Teen Titans theme song. Trouble, you 
Oh, this all teen makes Titans. sense now. As a mom of teen girls. Oh, <laughs> yes. Teen Titans has been on my television screen yeah, a number of times. Aww. And that now you put that song and in my when head. When there's oh. trouble, you know oh who gosh. to call. <laughs> teen Titans. Yeah, so I was Titan. like, yeah. <laughs> Well, Yeshi, you mentioned Streetlight, so why don't we hear it? Confession, this is my favorite. Yeah. Aww. <laughs> I'm glad. This is my favorite. Yeah. I don't know. It's 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 hypnotic. It stays Aww. with you all it's day. I love that riff. Um, <laughs> Yeshi, your voice Aww. on this one, especially, just crisp and clean. Ah, thank you. Just so nice. And yeah. and at times very angelic too, I Aww, think. Which is kind you. of funny because mm-hmm. you talk about all, you know the darkness in, <laughs> in your lyrics sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, talk to us about your your singing background. I mean, did you always know you could sing? Um, a little bit, uh, just because, um, so I started off singing because of my Mamacita, which is the first track of, of the album. And it is actually, uh, this album is named after her. It's her last name, Mariano, my grandmother. Um, she, because I was the first girl, um, in my generation, she would always take me to church with her every single Sunday, no ifs, ands, or buts. And I didn't have a choice, so I would go with her and, you know, and no kid likes to be stuck in church for a few hours or a day. And uh, she had the most beautiful singing voice and she would encourage me to sing with her. Um, and she would, you know, they would have the little books with the lyrics of the Yeah, the songs. hymn books. Yeah, the hymn books. And, and when I would hear my voice harmonize with her, her voice, it was just... I don't know, something about that experience, I was like, whoa. Like, it was that moment when I realized that I liked singing or expressed an interest in singing. And That's and, so sweet. Yeah, and then I would always sing with her um, in church. And then, like, um, later, and then at home, I would sing, um, you know, uh, to songs. I was like, my, one of my first CDs was Madonna, <laughs> Like a Virgin. <laughs> and, like, and I would... Very I would, appropriate. Yes, yeah, so appropriate. I didn't even know what a virgin was. I think I was, like, seven years old or something. <laughs> and I was, like... And I would sing that in Material Girl. Some boys kiss me. Some boys hug me. I think they're okay. They I loved Madonna. I thought she was so cool. I loved her voice. Um, and then just, like, listening to different uh, female... Uh, lead singers and music and um, really just and just also playing around with my voice and hearing how you know how it differs from their voices and really just trying to find my own uh, vocal style Um, and then you know in uh, Letters Noir during that time when I was really listening to Johnny Cash uh, you know going back to how he sing talks um, I really really liked that I enjoyed it and I feel like Sometimes my voice, I do really well singing in that way. But it's funny because in Streetlight, 
and songs like Streetlight um, and Darling specifically, I kind of challenge myself and sing a little bit more higher pitched yeah. and higher toned, yeah. which is not something I typically right. do or I'm comfortable with doing, but it's interesting because a lot of people love Streetlight and I wonder if it's because of that reason of because I sing <laughs> I made the chorus um, melody. Yeah. And I'm like, I wonder how she's going to sing this because <laughs> it's really high up on the guitar. Yeah. So I was like, I wonder how she's going to do it. And she nailed it. I was like, okay, we're going to be, we're going to be all right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mentioned this earlier. You've got a release show that's coming up this weekend. It's uh, tomorrow at Sleeping Village. Give us details or sneak peek, if you will. We've been working really hard, yes. like insanely hard. Our drummer is going crazy. He, he just bought a, what is it, a sampling pad to add like, also like a lot of the stuff from the record for oh. the live performance. Yeah. So like the Mamacita intro, mm -hmm. the motorcycle intro on Red Motorcycle. And, and so many more, more things. You had our engineer at Sampling Pad. Yeah. <laughs> he just messaged me, cool. Yeah, he's going to go crazy. He he invested a lot of money in that. Um, Black Friday sale. <laughs> there he, you go. he swooped in like an eagle and got that. Shout out to Black Friday. Yeah. And uh, so, we're, so, yeah, and we've been rehearsing and like we're adding like little covers to the songs for like yes. intros and outros and uh it's a it's gonna be a really choreographed really rehearsed uh performance like we've never done before and i think it's gonna people who have seen us before are gonna be like pretty surprised i think yeah well besides the show that is just around the corner what is next for la rosa noir um what is next for la rosa noir touring we're gonna be 2024 is gonna be nothing but tours mm -hmm. um writing more songs you ready yeah. for that I am so ready for that. I love touring. Yeah. It's the best. I can't wait. I know we're gonna we're gonna do Texas. We're gonna do Southern California. We're gonna do Midwest, East Coast. We're gonna do all the tours next year. Super excited to just get out there and meet all of our fans out there and make new ones. You know, and I'm just really really excited. I'm excited to bring in the, the new work that we have. Yeah, to see if super excited. Well, we're excited, too. We have been talking with two members of the Chicago rock group La Rosa Noir, Yeshi Regalado, frontwoman, and Janice Espino, guitarist. Thank you so much for coming in. Thank you so Thank much you. for having us. Thank you for having us. We'll go out on one last track. This one's called Lavender War. That's it for this episode. Thanks to our engineer, Ethan Schwab, for putting this one together. Now, if you like when Reset does deep dives on local music, tune in to our show next week. We'll be talking about the best Chicago albums that were released this year with a panel of music folks. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. Have a great rest of the weekend. Go, 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 go.